A brief update. It's May the 12th, 2024. I've released just two episodes of this year. My father-in-law passed away in January. He bravely fought a multitude of health issues for well over 15 years. Rest in peace, John. My wife of more than 20 years, Lisa, is remarkably strong, much more so than I. Her outlook on life is always positive and has motivated me to resume my passion project. Research for new episodes is now well underway. Stay tuned and sincere thanks for subscribing to my podcast. This is Behind the Game, Episode 5. You may be surprised to know that Michael Jordan has an unlikely background with April Fool's Day hijinks. Here are three such instances. The first and third had Jordan's direct involvement. First, we head to Wilmington, North Carolina, April 1981, courtesy of The Galleon, Laney High School student newspaper. Headline, Jordan fouls out. At left is a photo of a disconsolate, teary-eyed Michael Jordan with a caption, Bitter tears of disappointment stain the face of Michael Jordan as he becomes one more senior to join the Laney four-year plan. The photo will be in the show notes. The Galleon has uncovered the mystery of why Mike Jordan was crying in the lobby of the guidance office. Guidance counsellor Lee Moore had just informed Jordan that not passing three semester courses and one full-year course has resulted in his failure for the year. Going to summer school will not give him enough credits to graduate in time to attend the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill in the fall. Moore suggested that Jordan stay at Laney for another year or at least until January. It's not that I have to stay here another year that's upsetting, but Dean Smith wanted me this fall. Now I have to spend a whole year not playing basketball at all because I can't play here as a senior for two years, cried Jordan. I really didn't think my teachers would fail me. I thought I had it made, Jordan added. Since he can't play basketball for the Bucks next year, Jordan intends to spend more time on his academic studies. He also asks that anyone interested in tutoring him during the summer get in touch with him during homeroom. In order to escape the humiliation, Jordan says he will attend the University of Nevada at Las Vegas whenever he graduates. Next, we head to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, April 1982, courtesy of the Daily Tar Heel or should I say, the Daily Fish Wrap, the University of North Carolina's student newspaper. Headline, Jordan surprises all with decision to turn pro. Written by staff writer, the interestingly named Jacques Strap. When he found out, Dean Smith shook his head in disbelief. I just don't understand it, he repeated over and over, searching for a logical explanation. His players certainly didn't have the answer. None of us really know why, Sam Perkins said. It doesn't seem to make any sense. And the UNC fans, still in the midst of their victory celebration, were just as shocked when they learned yesterday that freshman sensation Michael Jordan has declared his eligibility for the upcoming NBA draft. For Jordan, the decision was not a difficult one. I feel that I've accomplished everything that I can in college basketball. I broke into the starting lineup of the number one team, I had a real good year, and I made the shot that brought us the national championship. What else is there? he said. Jordan said that he had discussed the matter with his family and that everyone had been supportive of his decision. I realise that getting a degree is important, but that's something I can do anytime, he said. Right now, I have a chance to play in the pros and I can't turn down the opportunity to sign a big contract. 
Just how big that contract will be won't be determined for a while, but a spokesman for the Los Angeles Lakers, who will have one of the top picks in the June draft, said that the NBA team would probably offer the Wilmington native a multi-year pact in excess of a million dollars if he is available. It would be fun playing alongside Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson, Jordan said. I might not start right away, but I'm sure I'd get a lot of playing time. While Jordan considered his future in professional basketball, Smith discussed the effect that the freshman's departure might have on the team. It's certainly not going to help us, Smith said. With Jimmy Black graduating and now this happening, we're not going to have much experience in the backcourt. UNC students, meanwhile, were in an uproar. Within minutes of hearing the news, students were making plans for a huge protest this weekend on Franklin Street. We're going to do everything in our power to get him to stay, said student Carol Ina Zeke. If you thought Franklin Street was wild Monday night, just wait until this weekend. Upon learning the news, Virginia Centre Ralph Sampson confirmed that he would remain in college for his senior season. I figure that with Jordan leaving, Carolina is going to be weaker next year, Sampson was quoted as saying. The chain reaction continued. After hearing of Sampson's decision, UNC forward James Worthy announced that he also would play his senior year, ending speculation that he had played his final game in a Carolina uniform. I was seriously considering going into the draft, Worthy said, but after Mike decided to go pro and Samson said he was staying at Virginia, I felt obligated to stay another year. It would hurt the team too much if I didn't. Last but not least, we moved to Chicago, Illinois, April 1987, courtesy of the Chicago Tribune, headline, Jordan's joke, a jolt to listeners. What's an April Fool's Day without a radio announcer pulling a prank? Sportscaster Pat Benkowski of WKQXFM played on what would be a Chicago fan's worst nightmare, Michael Jordan's retirement, to jolt several thousand listeners Wednesday morning. Imagine tooling down Lakeshore Drive and hearing Jordan say this on your car radio. Today's music, Q101. Right now, with the injuries I have, I feel mentally and physically strained. My body is tired and I'm just ready to quit playing basketball. This is my third year in the NBA, and I feel I have enough financial security that I can leave. I'm ready to start my golf game. I went through a lot of nicks and knacks of injuries, and any one of them could have been a career-ending injury. It woke me up and let me know I should start doing things not as physical. Well, if that wasn't enough to make fans smash into the car in front of them, there was a clincher from Jordan. I had a meeting with the other guys a few days ago, and they accepted the decision. It seems like they've dedicated this season to me. It was Jordan speaking, but he agreed to be part of Benkowski's hoax when the sportscaster approached him with the idea after the Washington Bullets game Tuesday at the stadium. The station was bombarded with 150 calls by 9am. Other stations, as well as newspapers, also were flooded. But Jordan paid for his part too. The Bulls superstar, who said he was astounded at the response, had his phone ringing all day with anxious friends and business associates.